Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, March 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The St. Louis Blues are helping to address key goals with a new youth initiative, increasing diversity and access to the sport. Some of the children in the program are just having fun. They get to play and they get to practice. We will visit with the North City Blues in just a few minutes. Missouri is one step closer to new congressional districts. Members of the state Senate have passed their version of a redistricting map. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the House still needs to approve the Senate's changes before this map can go to the governor. Senators voted 22 to 10 to pass their version of a congressional map. One change includes shrinking the split of St. Charles County. The new map would still likely elect six Republicans and two Democrats to Congress. The Senate also added an emergency clause, meaning it would go into effect immediately after Governor Mike Parson signed it, instead of after the August 2nd primary. On why some Democrats voted yes on the map when a possible court-drawn map could have been more favorable, Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo said he'd rather the Senate pass it. The taxpayers have put us here to do a job, and whatever that job might be, if it's, especially if it's a constitutional requirement, we should do that job. The bill now goes back to the House for another vote. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Also out of Jefferson City, the Missouri House has voted to legalize sports gambling in the state. Under this proposal, bets on college and professional sports could be made at the state's 13 casinos or on apps like DraftKings or FanDuel. The bill has the support of five of Missouri's six casino operators and all of its professional sports teams. St. Louis Cardinals President Bill DeWitt III explained why franchises are supporting the plan during a committee hearing in February. As a way to increase engagement with our fans and provide a fun and exciting new way to enjoy sports and root for our teams, which are such ingrained members of our communities. The Missouri Gaming Commission estimates people will spend as much as $150 million on sports betting a year when the program is fully up and running in 2026. The state will get 8% of that in taxes. New population estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau show the number of people living in the St. Louis region stayed flat around 2.8 million from 2020 to 2021. St. Louis, St. Louis County, and many Metro East counties lost residents, while St. Charles, Franklin, and Jefferson counties in Missouri recorded gains. St. Louis University sociology professor and demographer Ness Sandoval says the numbers are only estimates and come with margins of error. It's a question of precision, in my opinion. I think one of the big themes is that we're a stable region. We're not seeing radical demographic changes to our overall population. Sandoval says regional and state leaders can do a better job of intentionally sharing what St. Louis and Missouri have to offer. The U.S. Senate has voted unanimously to make daylight saving time permanent and end twice yearly time changes. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, a Washington University biologist says that is not the best option for our health. Many scientists and sleep experts say daylight saving time has negative health effects and should end. But there's some disagreement over which time system should become permanent. Washington University biology professor Eric Herzog says research suggests the standard time that we observe from March to November is best for human health. That's the schedule that we should have our clocks on so that we as biological entities living on this planet 
are best aligned to the light-dark cycle. Disrupting human circadian rhythms can affect sleep quality, cognition, and cardiovascular health. Herzog spoke on St. Louis on the Air. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Graduates of the St. Louis Police Academy who leave the department within four years and then work for another law enforcement agency will have to repay the city for training. The legislation signed by Mayor Tashara Jones does not apply to those who leave the profession entirely. The police academy costs the city nearly $37,000 per recruit. Jones says St. Louis residents want to know their tax dollars are being spent on officers who want to stay in the city. The St. Louis Blues have launched a program designed to increase youth outreach and diversity in the sport of hockey. They are reaching out to children whose parents didn't have the chance to take their shot on the ice. About 15 kids are slipping and sliding around Enterprise Center on a recent late afternoon. Somewhere in that chaos could be the next Wayne Gretzky or local National Hockey League favorite Ryan O'Reilly. But for many of these kids, like Christian, it's just about having fun. They get to play and they get to practice. His mother, Belinda Dantley from South City, does not appear to have National Hockey League hopes for her son, at least not yet. But she's thrilled the Blues organization is reaching out to kids who likely would not have a chance to lace up the skates. Traditionally is not something that they're exposed to. Um, it's not something that are, that is in the communities that they're in. So for the opportunity to do that targeted outreach, that targeted pipelining, I think is really important. It's all part of the club's new North City Blues after school initiative, a partnership among the hockey team, KIPP schools, and Friendly Temple. The roughly 12-week program gives kids a chance to learn the basics, including skating. And Braylon Curtis already feels like he's got the hang of it. Mm, Take the water away. How fast do you think you go? Super fast. (laughs) Braylon is also a big fan of, as he puts it, all of the hitting. Some Blues employees help out with the details, like making sure the pads, skates, and helmets all fit. The key to tightening skates is just starting all the way at the bottom and just working. The equipment is provided, and that's a big deal. When new skates for a beginner started around $50, and the price tag for everything could be $300. The program's lead instructor is Jamal Mayers. I think that they're finding out a lot about themselves, that they can be afraid of something, try it, succeed, have fun, meet new people, and get to experience something unique, as in coming down to the Enterprise Center is pretty cool. Those kids are learning from a guy who knows his stuff. Mayers played for five teams in the National Hockey League, including St. Louis, and now the Blues community and youth hockey advisor is passing along what he's learned. The traits that make you a hockey player are qualities I think any parent would want in their kids. Selflessness, dedication, hard work, perseverance. Those are all the qualities I want in all my kids, and I think that Hockey is a great vehicle to teach kids those life lessons and hopefully have fun along the way. Brittany Shanks says some of those traits are starting to develop among her four- and nine-year-old sons who are part of the North City Blues. The oldest one, you can definitely tell his confidence on the ice has increased. He gets right out there. He actually wants to put on his rollerblades when he's home. Now the youngest one is still playing and exploring, of course. (laughs) 
Brittany's sons are part of the first group to go through the program. Another class is set to take the ice at Enterprise Center in the next few weeks as part of the Blues mission to grow the game among kids who otherwise would not have access to a sport that could stick with them for a lifetime. A big thanks to the legend that is Jonathan All for editing that report. Also, kudos to Brian Munoz for taking pictures for the web story. Brian takes most of the images posted at stlpr.org. The three of us, along with everybody else in the newsroom, work for Shula Newman, the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.